We've all seen the incredible horse and rider combinations as the backbone of our sport. But what about everything else that makes the equestrian world tick? From the everyday grind to the world-class professional, join the Equestrian Podcast as we talk about every equestrian discipline in a way that hasn't been done before. Now here's your host, rider, trainer, and influencer behind my equestrian style, Bethany Lee. Hey friends, and welcome back to the Equestrian Podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Lee, and this is episode 191. How are we almost to 200 episodes? That's amazing and so crazy. Time, it literally flies when you're having fun. I just recently polled you guys on the My Equestrian Style stories um, because we are celebrating 500,000 overall listens since starting in 2019, and so many of you have said that you have listened to pretty much every episode. So I was so humbled and thankful for all of you who have joined this journey of Equestrian Podcast. Whew, not going to cry, not for this episode. We are talking about something really fun and very near and dear to my heart, and that is the Holiday Lookbook. I just launched the Holiday Lookbook, which for those of you who aren't familiar with it, it is an online magazine that I put together every year. This is the fifth lookbook that I've put together, and it is just a way to celebrate some of my favorite equestrian brands and to give you a little holiday shopping inspiration. But I wanted to take it back to the very first lookbook and give you a little bit of history about why I started it and kind of how I put together the Holiday Lookbook. You can hear my full story about how I started my equestrian style five years ago in 2017 over at the equestrian podcast episode number 17, and that gives you a full rundown of how I started my equestrian style and the why behind starting my equestrian style. But when I first started, the lookbook was one of the things that I really wanted to do. I thought it wasn't something that was necessarily in the equestrian space at the time. And I know for me, I love looking at lookbooks or even magazines. I remember growing up looking at a Dover magazine or or something like that and getting a black Sharpie marker and circling all of my favorite things and putting, you know, little dog ear tags on each page that I made sure to show my mom and dad that I wanted it for Christmas. So I wanted that kind of feel, but obviously online version so that I could really showcase the images and the pieces that I really liked from that previous year and to give people some ideas for what they were looking to get for the holidays for themselves or for friends, trainers, barn mates, you name it. I don't know about you, but when I am looking to shop for the holidays or I'm making a wish list for myself... I feel like I do it all year long. (laughs) I'm always thinking in the back of my head, oh my gosh, I need to ask for this for Christmas. But then when it comes down to it, like now we're in middle of November, I go blank. I literally am like, I don't know. Do I want anything? I feel like there's something that I wanted and I can't remember. (laughs) Well, the holiday lookbook is meant for you because it really just compiles a lot of the amazing new but also classic equestrian brands that are within our industry. There are a couple brands who have been a part of almost every holiday lookbook, which I just think is so amazing. And it's so cool to see not only the progression of their products, but just the progression of the holiday lookbook. I remember thinking when I first came out with the first issue of the holiday lookbook, I was like, man, this is really cool. <laughs> and now I look back at it from, af- you know, after just finishing the fifth annual, 
And I'm like, oh my gosh, I am so grateful for the brands that have worked with me in the past because they have hung in there with me as I have kind of developed my craft. And I can say with confidence, this is the best content we have ever created for this fifth annual holiday lookbook. One of my favorite things to do when planning the holiday lookbook is putting together the outfits that I'm going to be modeling for the pages, but then also the type of backdrop, the feel, the kind of story behind the images, and the setting. This year, we decided to go to the World Equestrian Center in Ocala, Florida, just because I was really going for a cohesive look throughout the entire lookbook. I didn't want one page to look bright, light, and airy, and then the next one to be crazy, bold, and pigmented, and you know, dark in the next pages and back to light again, which I feel like maybe I've done in previous lookbooks. This one, I really wanted to feel like it was my entire collection if I had pieces that I wanted to showcase, you know, that I would have created in a lookbook, kind of like the original purpose of a lookbook, but obviously being from different brands. So we decided to go to WEC and If you haven't been there, man, you need to try to schedule a time to visit or compete because it is absolutely stunning. I'm pretty positive. I know anytime that I've gone and not a, you know, trainer or horse showing capacity, it is free for people to just come on the grounds. You can rent a golf cart. You can drive around, take a look at everything. There's hundreds and hundreds of acres and amazing stuff that they're doing. But the Grand Prix ring, which is right in the center, kind of when you walk into the main entrance of the facility, it is, I'm sure you've seen pictures and now you kind of get a glimpse of it through the holiday lookbook. It is so stunning and it is so on brand with my equestrian style because literally Everywhere you look is white. So it is so, so pretty. So we spent a lot of time that day around within the Grand Prix ring. So that was amazing. And kind of the famous hotel is the one that overlooks the Grand Prix ring. So you can literally stay in this luxury hotel and look out your window and watch these classes in this arena. So amazing and such a brilliant idea. It was very helpful that I had been there before. So I created a spreadsheet. This is usually kind of how I outline photo shoots with the brands that I was working with for the holiday lookbook, their pieces, what they wanted to kind of highlight and target, and then the different venue options as far as kind of backdrop and location so that when I got to the venue, it was a lot more organized and it saves a ton of time. I decided to go with this amazing photographer. You might know him, Ethan Lee, my husband, the one who photographs 99% of all my photography. He knows my photography style, posing everything like the back of his hand by now. So it is obviously amazing to work with him and have him in-house. So he knows October is probably the busiest time of the year as far as photography is concerned. Usually we shoot about once a week to create our normal content for my equestrian style throughout the year. But for the holiday lookbook, we probably for the entire lookbook, I think we had about three full days of shooting. We spent a really, really long full day at Ocala. So we did that in one day. And then we spent two additional days at our home barn facility in Jacksonville, Florida. 
So leading up to a shoot, especially one like the holiday lookbook shoots, I definitely take some time to figure out any type of inspiration or even posing. I have certain brands that prefer a specific color scheme or colors for the background. Um, I have some brands who prefer to do more light and bright and white. Um, Some brands prefer for me to be in the saddle. Some brands like a lot of green, some don't. So um, with all of that in the back of my mind, I was able to really plan this out on my spreadsheet and then go from there and kind of plan accordingly which pieces were going to be at WEC and which ones were going to be at home. From there, I went to my handy-dandy Pinterest, and I always have a board of poses that when I'm kind of needing inspiration, I mean, doing weekly shoots, you kind of just do what's the most comfortable and what's the easiest and what you know looks good. But for the lookbook, especially since it's something special for the year, I try to mix up posing or get a little bit creative with camera angles and things like that. So did some Pinterest work and found some posing ideas and inspiration that I really liked. And then we headed to WEC. I knew that WEC was going to be the biggest shoot day. So I did that one first. And then the ones that I either needed to ride for or that I wanted to, you know, have the familiarity of being at home in Jacksonville. So I did those second for the two remaining days. I need to double check if I took a photo of the golf cart that we used on that day of shooting because it was so jam-packed with stuff. It is unreal. Um, We ended up renting a golf cart. I'm so thankful that they offer that at the World Equestrian Center because it is such a big property and we had so much stuff that it would have taken so much longer if we had to leave it in the car or keep going back and forth to a certain spot to be able to change outfits and, and do all of that. They also had a great central restroom that I ended up doing a lot of my changing, but I also made sure to plan my outfits not only by location proximity, like let's say if I was doing two or three outfits in a very kind of similar location, but I also tried to plan all of my outfits so that I had to do the least amount of changing. So let's say I was just going, maybe three outfits were just to focus on a top. I would keep the same breeches on and I have kind of my my handy dandy, you know, I love my NYX tank top, which is like a bra tank top. It's skin color. I wear it under almost everything because it is the most like smoothing, invisible bra. It's so, so good. Anyway, I always wore that. And like, let's say I have three, three looks with the same pair of breeches. I'll make sure that those are all back to back to back. So then all I have to do is take off my top, put on a new one, and then I'm ready to go for the next look. So I think that day we ended up shooting 12 outfits and yeah, it did, it did take a good chunk of the day. We usually can get a look done in, I would say 15 minutes or so, depending on how many images we're looking to photograph or how many details need to be shot. After a long day of shooting, and especially because the lookbook is a quick turnaround, usually I am needing to photograph and edit on the same day or back-to-back days. And especially with COVID, production was crazy for brands to receive product in time. So everything kind of usually is a little bit last minute as far as brands getting in product for holiday for me in time to photograph and have go live with the holiday lookbook. But even more so this year, everything was so backed up. So I really 
tried to work my best with the brands and I knew they were doing everything they could to get me product for holiday in time for this lookbook. So it required an even faster turnaround on my end. So I usually, what I did for all three shoots is ended up going through these photos right away. So got home, put my memory cards in the computer, started uploading. We had, we I think we had 2,000 photos shot just at the WEC location for that full day shoot. So we had lots of images. Ethan is really good at not overshooting, but then at the same time, when there is something that looks really good or I'm doing some movement, he knows I really like the kind of like unposed candid looks too. So he will just do a little rapid fire action and those add up. (laughs) So usually I will put my memory card in, let all of them upload, and then start my culling process, which is kind of the first pass through all of the images. And I create a folder and basically do a quick selection of the photos that I want to keep and the photos that I want to trash. It ended up that I did about 20 to 30, give or take, uh, sometimes more photos per brand that I ended up delivering to them for them to use for their social media and website if they so wish. So I definitely called a lot away from that. And then from there started editing and we do, I, I pretty much do all of the editing. Ethan will sometimes help with that, but I kind of let him off the hook a little bit since he takes all the time to photograph for me. So I usually edit and I do a very simplistic approach to editing. Ethan does an amazing job of making sure the settings in the camera are really the best they could possibly be for the setting and for the weather, um, for the sunlight, that sort of thing. So when I get them to the computer, they already look pretty great. There, There's a, on occasion we'll maybe shoot really late at night or a little too dangerously close to sunset and it might be a little dark or a little flat with the lighting. So that requires a little bit more editing. But for these, it was pretty great conditions. We had a lot of bright light bouncing off of all of the white surfaces in Ocala um, at the World Equestrian Center. And so I was really able to do very fine-tune things. Usually I will adjust the exposure if need be. And then things that I kind of always go to is I usually bump up the contrast, usually bump up the clarity a little bit. Um, My little secret weapon of really making everything pop is I slightly turn down the highlight and slightly turn up the white. So that's my little secret that I feel like I do on almost every image to really make things pop. I find that the highlight really kind of blends the up in contrast nicely, but then you still get that pop of white when you when you bump up that toggle a little bit. So that's my secret. That's what I love to do. And then the other thing that I play with that I do feel like is important and does vary quite a bit is the warmth of a photo. Lately, I've been definitely erring on the side of more warm, but if you scroll back for days and days and go back to my early photography, it's a little bit cooler. And I just think the warmth of it, especially with a lot of horse photography and a lot of my horses being bays and chestnuts, I just think that that warmth looks really nice against that. And then warmth with with sunlight shining through trees and, and sunsets and things like that is just really stunning. So I have gone a little warm over the years. So I will usually play with that and kind of be able to adjust and whether that's changing 
changing. And I, I do all of my editing in Lightroom. And um, so there's a blue to yellow toggle. And then there's also a green to pink toggle. And sometimes I need to play with the green and pink, um, depending on what the settings were like and what the lighting was like. But a lot of the time, I am either taking it a little bit blue if it ended up shooting in the camera very yellow or very warm, or um, for the most part, if settings are really good, lighting's really nice, I'll slightly tweak it a little bit yellow to warm. I also did a little bit of video work for the holiday lookbook, which I always enjoy. And only up until I believe it was last year's lookbook that we offered video just directly within the lookbook pages, which Oh, thank goodness for technology and software that allows you to do things like that because I really think video does such a nice job of showcasing some of these pieces. So I did a video for the Modern Horse this year, which was our cover brand as well as a beautiful video spread when you open the first couple pages of the lookbook. And I just thought because they have so many pieces that make up their holiday bit box that it was a really cool idea to do video and kind of highlight some of those pieces within the box as well as how I kind of incorporate them into my equestrian life. I also did Aztec Diamond Equestrian, which I think is quite possibly my favorite shoot that I've done to date. I loved it. We spent a lot of time in the shoot where the horses walk through kind of a little tunnel to go into the Grand Prix arena. And just the way that the light bounced off of both sides of that shoot was absolutely stunning. And Aztec Diamond has some of the most cohesive and beautiful marketing and imagery on their site. And so I really wanted to play with the, that color scheme of lots of whites, tans, and they sent me the most beautiful taupe riding set that I just thought looked so pretty in there. They had a pair of taupe leggings and a long sleeve top, and then this amazing taupe puffer jacket. You need to go see it because I was freaking out about it. And their pieces are absolutely amazing. I've already worn the crap out of them. They are so stunning and they go so well together. I love that monochromatic look, but they also look amazing. I've worn that taupe top with a pair of black breeches several times already and I always get so many comments on it. We also had Asmar Equestrian this year, which had the most fun outfit. I loved it. I thought it was me to a T and the patent leather bucket hat. Oh my gosh was so cool. I loved the look of it. It was so chic, but yet so different and unique. I thought they did an amazing job with that piece. And then I have the most stunning full zip jacket that was a beautiful color block of like all my favorite neutral colors. And then a really stunning black jacket that I wore pretty much to all of the indoors this year. Dreamers and Schemers is in there too, alongside Main Jane. And I feel like Dreamers and Schemers is one of my favorite brands to highlight in the holiday lookbook. They were actually the cover brand for last year's lookbook, but they have so much to them and so much more than what meets the eye of their crazy, fun, hilarious patterns. What I always try to reiterate with these boot socks is that while they are super fun and really allow you to kind of showcase your wilder side under a maybe very 
traditional hunter look, for example, they are so thoughtful as far as the details in their product. The boot part has a black top to it, which is so brilliant because for any of us who have a shorter lower leg, this really allows you to not have to worry about your bright pattern showing through the top of your boot. The black just allows it to kind of blend in so that that never happens. At the bottom of the foot, you have such a wonderfully padded footbed, and then the back has also padding along the heel or the ankle, which I think is one of the tried and true places that you can determine if you are an equestrian or not, because usually that area of our ankle is torn up and scarred from years and years of breaking in uncomfortable riding boots. I also love how breathable they are. Um, Sometimes if it's freezing cold, they are thin enough that I can put a pair of warmer ankle socks underneath and then put the Dreamers and Schemers boot socks over the top. And then obviously in the summer, it's so nice to be have a a breathable pair of socks. Um, I also really like them. I just recently broke in my pair of Parlanti boots and they were very tight on me to start um, because I have a very large calf. And so I was able to break them in over time, but I really needed that Dreamers and Schemers thin boot sock um, to protect my foot and my leg, but it was thin enough that it didn't add any extra bulk to my already tight new boots. Speaking of, all of the boots that I am wearing in the holiday lookbook are my new Parlanti boots, and I am obsessed with them. They did such a great job, and I somehow magically fit in an off-the-shelf boot, which I don't think I have ever been able to do. I've always had to do custom because I'm pretty tall. I'm 5'8". I have a large calf and a tiny ankle, and I was able to make these fit really nicely. I did have to soak them in water and walk around in them to break them in, and especially in the calf, but that worked so well. And now I am absolutely obsessed with them. They are so slimming. They're for sure the slimmest boot that I have ever worn. I feel like sometimes in the past I've had boots that like always make me look like I have cankles. And that's kind of like the old school look where you don't have the tapered ankle. But I think Parlandi, that's something that they are absolutely known for. And I think that they have continued to better their models of boots and have so many amazing features that really sets them apart. But Tori is in there also, and they have been a part of the holiday lookbooks for years now. They are one of my favorite riding leggings. I love these leggings. I wear them to the gym all the time, especially when I know I have to hop right over to the barn and ride. They are absolutely so comfortable, so slimming. I love the side pocket that's mesh that you can still... I love it because you can be riding and get a notification or a call, and you can actually use the touchscreen through the mesh pocket. So you don't even have to take it out if you don't need to. Batori also does some amazing tops. I have the long sleeve top in the lookbook this year. I've also had done some hoodies with them in the past lookbooks. They have a really cute cropped rain jacket. They just get me. I feel like everything is super flattering. I love a crop. I love a high-waisted legging. They do an incredible job. So I was so honored that they wanted to be a part of the lookbook again this year. 
don't know about you, but I think I spend more time focusing on my animals' nutrition than my own. Since 1985, with roots dating back to 1842, Mana Pro has been committed to providing high-quality, nutritionally wholesome feeds, supplements, and treats for your animals. As a company comprised of animal lovers just like us, Mana Pro understands the desire to provide your animals with the very best. Their passion is happy, healthy pets, and they are the trusted partner in providing just that. If you haven't checked out ManaPro before, make sure you do. Their website is manapro.com, M-A-N-N-A-P-R-O.com. I get all of my treats there. My horses absolutely love them, but they have other stuff for other animals, not just for horses. So make sure you go check them out. They are absolutely incredible. So thank you so much, ManaPro. All right, let's get back to the episode. Redding Goat is another returner to the holiday lookbook, and they did not disappoint. They have some amazing new pieces, but they also carry one of the most, I would say, revolutionary pieces within the equestrian industry, and that is their jumpsuit that they have in both insulated winter and a rain suit as well. I have both of them, and yes, I have an insulated one in Florida, and yes, I use it because (laughs) I am so weak when it comes to the weather now. I want a full-on winter jacket, even when, you know, when it is maybe less than 70 degrees. So the insulated suit is absolutely incredible. It's absolutely made by equestrians for equestrians because when you look at the details in it, it is so brilliant. I wore my insulated one to indoors. Um, You can ride in them. You can do pretty much anything in them. I love to, when I'm out in the arena and it's freezing cold, I love to have them for teaching lessons also or any barn chores. They have the most handy pockets. They have spots to tie up your spur straps um, to let your spurs kind of have a spot. Um, They even have a place where you can put a crop um, along the pant so that you can carry a crop around with you. They have so many brilliant things. And I also love how you can adjust the silhouette so that it doesn't look like you are a giant marshmallow walking around. They really have a slimming look to them that I absolutely love. The rain suit I am telling you, you needs to go on your holiday list. You have to get one if you don't have one already. They, you know those days, I feel like I was just in one in Kentucky, but also a lot of Wellington mornings when you are up early, you know, riding horses, getting them ready to go for showing that day, and it is just monsooning, like just pouring. But you have to keep riding because, you know, maybe, you know, it's Florida. So like it can rain for an hour and then be sunny the rest of the day. You never really know. Um, So when you're in a situation where the show must go on, quite literally, these rain suits are incredible. I find that when I have my rain suit on, I can literally peel it off and I am still so dry underneath, so ready to go on with the rest of my day. It is so comfortable to ride in. I don't feel like it impacts any of my grip or my you know effectiveness in the saddle, but I stay completely dry. I have had so many people come up to me asking me about my rain suit. So it is something that I feel very passionate about because there is nothing worse than being stuck at the barn or at the horse show when you have already been soaked to the bone by 7 a.m. So would highly, highly recommend. They also, like I said, came out with some new 
pieces. They have an amazing, cute little jogger set. It's a pair of joggers. I think they come in multiple colors. I have them in navy in the lookbook, but they have knee patches like breeches. So they are super cute. And then a couple of amazing color block tops, which I think you'll find super unique and cool. I snuck some love in for my Riata hat because I just made a new custom one with Riata Designs, and you know I am such a hat lady, and Riata is one of my go-to spots for getting hats. I mean, anyone who has ever been in my car, any of my clients, any of my friends, know how many hats that I have in my car any given time. And it's about a dozen. I would say three quarters of those are Riata's. And they. this one is one of my favorites. It's just a plain middle tan silhouette shape. It has a very nice stiff brim, which I always like and look for. And then it has a thin to medium thickness black strap all the way around. And that's it. I absolutely love it. Um, Riata's are so comfortable. Um, they give great shade and sun protection when I am out teaching lessons or at the horse show. So they are definitely one that I wanted to highlight in the lookbook as well. We had a brand new brand, which I had only used myself just to test out the piece and I absolutely loved it. I wanted to incorporate it into the holiday lookbook and wanted to use it as a way to give them exposure and kind of introduce them more into the space. And that is Veltri Sport. They are technically a lifestyle brand, but the way that they so effortlessly are perfect for the equestrian industry is such an understatement. They have the most amazing backpacks. I think that there's definitely room in the industry to have our backpacks and our our ring backpacks look more chic, more updated, more upscale, but not for a crazy, crazy price. And Veltri Sport has done just that. They're a perfect holiday gift item, especially for, you know, really for any age. I would say they look so chic and so nice that I think anyone from eight years old to 80 years old, honestly, would love this backpack. I have the smaller size in black. And the thing that I like most about these backpacks is it can perfectly fit your helmet. It fits my Sam Shield Miss Shield, which is the wider brim Sam Shield. And it fits perfectly in the small size. But what it does is it has a special pocket for your helmet, but it completely conceals it within the backpack. So you're not having this big bulky backpack with on, on top of that, a huge helmet jutting out. I just think the overall sleekness of the profile of the backpack is a huge selling point. Everything is so modern and minimal to the look of it. And Veltri Sport also has the most amazing pouches that they have also designed um, in black in like a really fun, bright yellow. And they also have a camo uh, pattern, which they also have come in one of their backpacks as well. But these pouches are so perfect for really keeping your backpack organized. I use, I have three pouches myself for my backpack and I use one for 
for, you know, extra hair nets and hair ties. I use another one for any type of like skincare. So I sometimes have some like cover up or um, I always have sunscreen, maybe some Advil, Band-Aids, things like that. And then I have another pouch that I keep um, some cash, an extra pair of sunglasses and things like that. And I just find that those are usually the things. Oh, I also have a pouch for spurs, extra spurs. And I feel like those are things that usually are you're really needing to clean out your backpack and you always find, you know, one glove or one spur or, you know, you know, crumbs of things or um, your Advil at the very bottom of your backpack. And I just think these pouches, not only are they super cute, they really help keep your backpack organized. So Veltri Sport was a huge one that I was so excited to have part of this lookbook um, because I think that a lot of you are going to absolutely die over it. And I'm telling you, if you are looking for a way to update your ring bag, it has to be Veltri Sport. I am such a huge fan. The last two brands are Jiv Athletics and Equispant. And I wanted to kind of incorporate these two together because they are both undergarments. And while they're both undergarments, I think they really do serve two different purposes. And I have reason to wear both of them depending on the situation. I've talked to you about both over at my equestrian style, but I love Jiv Athletics. I wear their active thongs all the time. I think they are so perfect for riding breeches. They are known for the anti-camel toe, which is so important not only in the gym when I'm wearing like I'm like think light color seamless leggings. You need you need something, right? Um, I wish I could show you the difference. Um, you should look out look at their Instagram account because they have some girls who are so down to show you the before and after <laughs> of these anti camel toe underwear. But please take my word for it. It is the perfect balance of being. It feels like you're not wearing underwear at all. It is so seamless. You don't see any edges at all under your breeches or your leggings, but it has this light padding that really just helps blur everything. It's completely anti-camel toe, and you know it's the worst. I know we've all been there where you are riding in your tan breeches, you've been riding for a while, and then you swing down, you hop off your horse, and, and there's there's the camel toe. And I'm telling you with, with Jiv Athletics, you do not get one whatsoever. Again, it's amazing also for seamless uh, workout pants, um, but for breeches, especially like your whites or your tan breeches, it is incredible. I've even worn the, they, the Jiv Athletics come in taupe or like a, a beige color as well as black. And I think they have a couple other ones that are coming out. They they also are always selling out. So whenever they're in stock, you need to grab them while you can. They're available in a couple different websites, but uh, Jiv Athletics is the main website and they are, man, they are so good. They come in different rises, low, mid, and high, um, and they're all in the thong style. So I am such a huge fan. I had a lot of fun in the holiday lookbook because I I really wanted to showcase the idea because I've even like you could honestly wear them, especially the black as like a swimsuit bottom. They're super fun, obviously very cheeky, but I definitely played with the idea because we had the amazing venue of World Equestrian Center that I was kind of 
with the idea that I had a long day of showing or a long day at the barn and then walked over to the hotel pool and went for a swim. So I literally have pictures of me taking off my breeches and then hanging out by the pool, which I feel like is such a good representation of Jiv Athletics because there's so many different ways that you can use them in your day-to-day life. Same thing for Equus Pant. They are absolutely amazing. I have worn them to the gym. I've worn them by themselves. Um, They are kind of like a short, but they go usually to your knee. And they have the seams kind of very, very much so like a Euro seat on a pair of breeches. And I have to tell you, I was skeptical. When I first received, when when I got my first pair of Equus Pants, maybe I would say maybe a half a year ago, I was skeptical. I saw these seams and I was like, there's no way that these aren't going to be visible with my breeches on. You're going to completely see the outlines of everything. But it was crazy how well they kind of masked that seam. I don't, I don't know. It was some, some type of sorcery, but they did such a great job of just kind of blending into my breeches. I think that it was an incredible idea. I think Equus Pant are more for anti-chafing. They have a slimming effect. And I also think they're great if you are wanting to avoid any panty lines. I really feel like they do a nice job of kind of sucking you in, kind of spank style, um, without giving you a muffin top or anything like that. So that is Equus Pant. I think that Equus Pant and Jiv Athletics has a ton to offer within the equestrian industry. So I wanted to make sure that I was highlighting both of those. So those are the brands. Please make sure you check them out. I would love to hear what you think about them. But something else that I wanted to do is really do something special for the fifth annual holiday lookbook. And I decided to incorporate some of my favorite people within the industry, some of my absolute style icons, and talk to them a little bit about what equestrian style means to them and how they would describe their own equestrian style. And not necessarily just fashion, but just kind of their lifestyle in general and what that means to them. I also had them incorporate and talk about some of their favorite brands and then have some gorgeous photography of all of them. And they are just so fun to put together. A lot of them have been podcast guests and I decided to make things fun. And I dropped three rider profiles in my initial launch of the holiday lookbook. And every couple days I am incorporating and, and releasing more and more of these rider profiles. So we have more coming your way. So make sure you continue to check back into the holiday lookbook and read about these because I think that they did a wonderful job kind of outlining and, and showing how important equestrian style is to all of us and how it really takes different forms and means different things for different people. Once all the content was ready, I put it together in Canva as where I formatted it. And then I uploaded that. I use the website called Flipsnack. And I think it does a great job of putting things together in a beautiful user-friendly format or online magazine in my case. Um, from there, I also like Flipsnack because I was able to hyperlink 
pretty much everything within the lookbook. So what I did is I drew a shaded rectangle around a lot of the text or a lot of the you know prompts to be able to shop or read more about an item. And what I did is link those pieces and words and descriptions directly to the brand's websites. So I thought it would be a really easy way to be able to view the lookbook, find something you like, click on it, and it would take you right to the website. So I hope that you find this helpful. I hope you love the holiday lookbook and I hope you find it super helpful for making your own wish list or for finding some gift ideas for your loved ones that are within the equestrian industry or not. I mean, I think there's plenty of pieces and things that you could buy for non-equestrians too. The Bitbox has a lot of things that are just for people who enjoy the equestrian lifestyle. Obviously, there's things like Veltry Sport, which are really good for like any active person. Obviously, both the undergarments would be great options for people who work out a lot. Um, There's lots of stuff. Riadas, um, so many different options for non-equestrians too, or people who just like to be outdoors or enjoy the equestrian lifestyle. So with all that being said, the holiday lookbook is on my website. It's free for anyone to view, and it is at myequestrianstyle.com slash lookbook21. I'll also have it kind of live as the link in my bio for the rest of the year um, so that it's really easy for you to take a look at. Um, I think it looks amazing on your desktop computer in full screen mode. So if you want to take the time to do that, I think the images were just so beautiful this year. So I really made lots of, it made it very image heavy and I really, really love how it turned out. So I just wanted to take a second and thank all of the brands that were a part of the lookbook this year. I couldn't have done it without you. And I am so honored to be showcasing for five years in a row. A lot of, a lot of these brands I've worked with for almost every single holiday lookbook. And I just think that is such an amazing thing. I wanted to thank Ethan for all of the amazing photography. I mean, he is so talented, you guys. I can't even begin to describe. He does such a nice job amidst his full-time jobs and you know his own businesses. I am so thankful for all that he does for me. And I want to thank all of my friends and supporters and family who know that this time of year is so stressful and so much work, but this has always been a labor of love and something that I look forward to every single year. And lastly, I want to thank all of you listening and all of my followers at My Equestrian Style and Equestrian Podcast who continue to be the reason why I come out with all of this content. I am so grateful for these communities. If both My Equestrian Style and the podcast, you guys have been so amazing. I love getting your feedback. I love when you message me in my DMs on Instagram and ask me questions or ask for advice. And I just hope that the Holiday Lookbook provides a little bit of content and inspiration for you and your friends, even if you don't buy anything, but you get some outfit ideas or inspiration, I would love that for you. So thank you again. I love you guys so much. I hope you had fun listening to this episode and make sure you stay up to date on all of the new changes and updates on the lookbook, which I'll be updating almost daily. Uh, My Equestrian Style, I'll let you know when there's any changes, so make sure you're following me. Follow Equestrian Podcast to stay up to date on all of these podcasts podcast episodes. We are at over half a million listens since starting in 2019, and we are so close to 200 episodes. I have a new episode every Monday and Thursday, and man, it has been an absolute blast. So until next time, I will talk to you soon. 
All right, that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, please take a minute and write a review on iTunes. I would so appreciate it. It helps people like you find the podcast and it helps me get some killer guests. Thank you so much and I will talk to you next week.